want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to or back to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. It is another morning episode and floor episode. So if you know, you know it's going to be a good one. For this week's episode, I asked you guys to submit your scenarios, your situations for me to give advice and feedback on. So this is just kind of like a cumulative advice episode from submissions that I've gotten over the past month or so. Honestly, I can't remember if we did a QA and a in August or advice episode. I never know what to call these. Like I remember reading a magazine, I forget which one it was, or maybe this is just like a standard thing, but it was like Dear Allie or something. And or it was like a segment in a magazine and it was like Dear Allie and people would submit these questions to Allie, the editor or whatever. And it would be like, I have a crush on this boy, but I'm not sure if he likes me back. What should I do? And she would do advice. So that's, that's kind of like what I'm pulling inspo from. And I don't know if I should call this like Dear Lily or Ask Me Anything. I have no idea. So if someone has a good idea for this segment title or this episode title, because we do one like once a month, let me know. And then we're all on the same page. So if you submitted a question or a situation, thank you so much. This episode would not be possible without your participation. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, But before we get into the questions, just a couple like announcements, life updates, things that I want to share, things that are on my mind, on my heart. Um, First up, obviously, if you have not already joined the 8020 group chat, you totally should. We have a group on the app Geneva. And it's just super, super cool to connect with you guys in there. I think we're close to like 300 members, which is crazy. I feel like if you listen to the show, we all have at least a little bit in common. So it's been really cool to just meet you guys and connect with you on like a deeper level. And I think that it's super important to highlight the fact that like, yeah, I'm on a mic and I'm playing through your speakers right now, but I'm really nothing like too special. And (laughs) I'm not saying that to be like mean to myself or anything, but I'm just like an average girl trying to figure out her life. Um, and I just happen to have a podcast. So we really are all on the same playing field. And the more that I get to know you guys, the more I realize like how similar we actually are. So if you want to hang out with girls that are probably just like you, um, or guys too, I know very few guys that listen to the show, but if you do, um, I probably know who you are. So Hey, what's up guys? But yeah, most of my podcast listeners are women. So if you want to connect with other women who are, 20 something just doing their thing the group chat is the place to do it this intro might be a little all over the place i don't know i just feel like i have a lot of life updates slash 
things that I want to share with you guys. So if you like my chatty rambles, you can continue to listen. Can't promise it'll make sense. But if you don't like my chatty rambles, definitely just skip ahead to whenever I start answering the questions. Maybe I'll put like the timestamps of the different topics um, in the show notes for you guys. But lately, I've been trying really hard to tune into little like energy pings or like signs from God or the universe or like, you know, insert whatever you believe in here. But I've been trying to really tap into when I see like a consistent message or a sign or a ping. I was sitting at a stoplight the other day and I was being super, super impatient. I think I had, you know, had a lot of coffee to drink that day and I was um, just like anxious about a couple of things and the light just like was not turning green and I was already running late and it was just like the perfect storm of me being pissed off that I'm sitting at a red light which is also totally unlike me because normally I'm just like, whatever, it's a red light, like it'll turn green eventually. I was just getting super, super frustrated and I just felt this like wave of patience come over me and the message was just wait. And then as I went throughout my day, I was tested, my patience was being tested and just the message all day long was just wait, just wait, just wait. It was like, just wait, like your coffee's taking way longer than it should at the coffee shop or your, you know, computer decided that it wanted to update and now you have to wait to do work today or, you know, just like any potential little inconvenience that would delay my day was happening. And the message just continued to be just wait. A couple days later, we were doing something at work and it didn't necessarily go how we had planned it. That same message came back to me, just wait. And it was more of like a just wait because something even better is coming. And that's kind of the same phrasing that I was told when we were looking for apartments when we were moving up to Annapolis. We just kept looking and looking and nothing was really working out for us. We like couldn't get approved at certain places that we wanted to live and this, that, and the other thing. And my mom just kept saying, okay, well, you know, when we go look at your apartment, it's either going to be, you're either going to live in this place or you're going to live somewhere better. So it's either this or something better, but you just have to wait. So then it worked the other day when what we wanted kind of fell through. I just thought to myself, okay, we just have to wait because it's not this, it's going to be something better. And then just yesterday, we kind of confirmed, finalized a couple things that were indeed better than what we had originally planned. So obviously in this scenario, we kind of got what we wanted in a short period of time. But lately, I've just been tested with like so many other things in my life where my heart is just telling me literally just wait and like patience is just going to be your best friend in this situation. I don't know necessarily who needs to hear this message, but I just felt like I needed to share that like patience is something that most of us don't really have, especially in the world of technology too, right? Like we can literally get whatever we want basically at the push of a button. Now we're getting kind of deep guys, but I don't necessarily think that just because you can get what you want right in the moment means that it's better or that you are going to be happier in the long term. I don't know who this like touches today or who this little motivational, inspirational message is meant for, but this has just been something that I've literally been thinking about every single day and I just felt like I needed to share that practicing patience is really hard sometimes, but it's definitely worth it in the long run. 
popping in to talk to you about Daily's World Mental Health Day event called Reality is Beautiful. Daily is authentic social media, and we're all about posting in the moment with no filters, no uploads. This virtual event is for anyone who prioritizes their mental health and more specifically cares about how social media impacts their life as a whole. We've had a lot of fun putting together this panel, and you guys are going to hear real-life stories and experiences from our speakers. So stay tuned to hear who those special guests are. Make sure that you're following Daily on Instagram at Download Daily to get a sneak peek as to who is going to be on the panel. You guys are really going to love this. I'm moderating. Austin's also a panelist. And we're super pumped for you guys to be involved. Tickets are limited, so click the link in the show notes to snag your seat or go to daily.com slash events for more information. See you there. took a brief intermission because it's so nice outside and I opened the windows and turned off the um, thermostat so hopefully you guys aren't picking up any like landscaping that's going on outside but if like a lawnmower noise comes through my apologies it's just like too nice not to have the windows open so that's what we're working with right now also guys I am in my prime like fall truly is my prime time as much as I try to be a summer girl I mean I love summer don't get me wrong love 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 summer but I do feel like this summer was a weird one I guess it was my first summer that I didn't spend every single day almost (laughs) at the beach and so maybe that's why it didn't feel too much like summer to me but I've been talking about this a lot lately just how kind of off I was feeling um just like spring and summer and I'm just finally feeling like I'm getting back into the groove of things and like I don't know kind of going on a tangent here but I'm really really happy that it's fall and I am definitely one of those like obsessed with fall type girls like all too well is on the leaves are starting to change and I am drinking hot coffee and sitting around in sweatpants every day also I just got the weather report for this weekend and it's gonna rain okay normally I'm not interested in the rain but laying in bed and reading a book literally all day Saturday and Sunday sounds ideal right now so I will keep you guys posted on how that goes but that is my weekend plan wow I'm actually talking about the weather let's go ahead and get into something a lot more interesting than the weather which is your guys's life scenarios and situations that you submitted to me that you need advice on if you guys didn't get a chance to submit your situation for I guess my two cents. Um, You can always do so on Instagram. You can just send me a DM pretty much anytime and I will screenshot it and put it in the, um, I guess, like folder lineup to potentially be included in our monthly ask anything advice Q&A episode situation. Quick disclaimer, I feel like I have to do this every single time, but this is just my opinion. Obviously, you guys know you best. If you don't like the advice that I give, that's totally fine. You can take what you want leave what you don't want and just know that I'm reading like a couple sentences of someone's life. I don't know everything about your situation so if it just doesn't sound right go with your gut. Don't necessarily trust me but this is purely for your entertainment and inspiration so let's go ahead and get on into it. Our first scenario comes from Alyssa and she says, I'm 25, recently got out of a six-year relationship, and I'm not feeling fulfilled by my current job. I've been really struggling with not being where I pictured myself at 25, and I know that something needs to change. I would love advice on a few things. How to get back into the dating world and how to take a leap of faith in deciding which careers or cities to switch to. Something that I've learned in my short 21, 22 years of life. 
um, is that whenever you make a plan, it never goes as planned, ever. Plans are meant to change. And once I became okay with my plans always going sideways, life got a lot easier. I think it's pretty twisted that people even ask the question, like, have you ever been in like a job interview, for example? And they're like, where do you see yourself in five years? And obviously it's a good idea to have a general trajectory of where you want to go. But whenever we ask people these questions, we have to dream up these scenarios of what our lives are going to look like five years from now, 10 years from now, 20, 30, whatever. And then when we get to those spots, if we're not where we think we're going to be, it's pretty upsetting. And don't get it twisted. I think it's really important to have goals. And if you are like, okay, in a year, I want to be at this place in my life. And that's a goal that you have. And you're not there because you didn't put in the work and do the things that you needed to do to reach that goal. That's different. But as far as plans go, like whenever people are like, oh, I'm going to be married by the time I'm 25. I'm going to have kids by the time I'm 30. Like that's probably not going to go the way that you think it's going to go because if you're going to be married by the time you're 25, you'd have to meet the person at like 22 or 23, right? If you're going to have like, I don't know, date for a couple years before you get engaged and then plan the wedding, like all that shit takes time, right? So you got to actually you have to meet this person at like 20, 21, 22. Um, but who am I to to tell you what your timeline's supposed to look like, right? So everybody's timeline's going to be different. Now, when it comes to getting back into the dating game, I think that this is really just like a trust your gut type situation. If you're at a bar, for example, and there's tons of people, you're out with your friends, and you just don't feel like chatting it up with anyone, literally don't. You don't feel like getting guys' numbers, literally don't. You can tell a guy no in a bar, and it's honestly, sometimes... It's a lot more fun than telling a guy yes. Eventually you'll find someone that you click with or that you feel like is worth your time and just get to know them. Like, I feel like everyone's so eager, especially like in this scenario specifically, like probably eager to like get to that next step with that person because you were in a relationship. I mean, I'm just making assumptions. What do I know? But, you know, you were just in a relationship. Now you're just like trying to get back into the dating game. Maybe you're like looking for that, like something extra be totally okay with getting to know someone like enjoy this period of like is he gonna call me is he gonna text me back like i don't really know how i feel i think i have a crush on him like literally let yourself have fun with it and don't i don't want to say like don't take things too seriously because like you're dealing with someone else's feelings too and like you obviously don't want to get hurt but like let yourself have fun and just enjoy the process of getting to know someone without having to like jump to the next step like why do we as a society i'm just totally generalizing here i feel like a lot of people meet someone and then right away they're like okay like they have their entire wedding planned out and it's like whoa like pump the brakes get to know this person like what's your favorite color and like what are you allergic to and then we can talk like second third fourth date like then maybe like next level stuff you know so the second part of your question was taking a leap of faith in deciding which careers and cities to explore i would honestly just if you can like if you get maybe work remote or maybe you have some pto um just go travel like take a couple weekends grab your girlfriends and be like hey we're gonna go check out austin we're gonna go check out la we're gonna go check out new york like whatever cities you are thinking about moving to and just test them out see what you like what you don't like and also maybe let your job or a dream job, for example, lead you to the perfect city. 
And you always have to have a little faith when you do something that's out of your comfort zone. But if you just stay in the same consistent pattern, you never grow. Nothing ever changes if nothing changes, you know? Next question is from Audrey and she says, oh my gosh, I love your podcast. Thank you so much. I'm only on episode 10 and I love it. Wait, that's so cool that you're like listening in order. Like my heart, that's adorable. Um, I also have a big situation or question that I wanted your insight on. We live in a very I deserve more kind of world, but when does that cross the line? I had a couple of really good friends. This girl demanded two plus hours a week with me minimum. Meanwhile, I was working as much as I could, finishing school, planning my own grad party, and my boyfriend and I were dealing with a couple really tough situations with some of our friends. That took a lot of physical and emotional attention. I understand I didn't have a lot of time to put into my friendship with her, but after explaining my situation, it wasn't good enough and resulted in a gut-wrenching friend breakup. Did she deserve better or was she not understanding? Am I still at fault for this? I'm really, really sorry that that happened to you because friend breakups are sometimes a lot trickier than relationship breakups. But I will say my favorite types of friendships are the ones where you could go like a month without seeing this person and you reconnect because your schedules align and you guys have the best time together, you catch up. And I also don't think that every friendship is going to look the same. Like I have friends in my life, specific friends in my life for certain things. I have friends that love to party and they're so fun and I love to go out with them and then I have other friends that I love to confide in and talk about really deep stuff with and then I have friends that are like my workout friends and I have friends that maybe I typically look to them more of like a mentor and I go to them for advice or vice versa but it kind of sounds to me like in this specific situation you guys didn't have like a defined and I don't know not like you define it and you look at your friend and say you're my party friend so like I really don't trust you when I talk about you know my deep dark secrets but to some degree like you both kind of know like hey like we don't really get past like the certain level of conversation but we have a ton of fun together and I consider you a close friend so you probably aren't having those types of conversations with your friends because I feel like that would be weird but I do think to some degree like you kind of know what type of friend you are in someone's life. I don't think that there's necessarily a reason to point fingers in the situation, but it sounds to me like maybe this person was a little bit selfish in their expectations. And especially after all the things that you had on your plate, it sounds like you also didn't have the capacity to be a good friend to them. And sometimes you just have to admit that to someone. And if they're not okay with that, they don't really belong in your life. Like your relationships and your friendships are not always going to be 50-50 and I hate when people say that because sometimes, no pun intended, it'll be 80-20, you know? Like you can't always expect a friendship to be this perfect balance or maybe some days this person literally has 2% to give and you got to give it 98 or vice versa. Sometimes you're going to have to show up harder because this person has a lot on their plate and they can't show up for you so you got to show up for both of you and sometimes you're not going to be able to show up at all and they're going to have to pull some weight sometimes you're both going to be struggling and you're going to be like fuck can i even do this is this friendship or relationship even worth it and you might struggle for a little bit ties might be cut or maybe it'll strengthen your relationship who's to say but at the end of the day if this person could not understand that you were going through a lot and you just did not have the capacity to be there for them I would say there's no real reason to like point fingers and say like she deserved better or this was my fault or this was her fault and I deserved better. The truth of the matter is you guys were 
in each other's lives for a season or a reason and not a lifetime. Not to quote Justin Bieber, but I think I just did. Next question comes from Alexis and she says, Hey Lily, love your podcast. Thank you. And I had a question for this week's episode. There's this guy that I'm talking to. We talk almost every day, have great conversations, and we've even had a couple sleepovers. Nice. Um, He's really sweet and honestly, the first person who just seems to really get me. I really think that I'm starting to like this guy, but I just got out of a long relationship and I wanted to be single for a while before dating someone new. Honestly, I don't know whether or not I like the idea of a relationship or if I like the idea of being with him. And I'm not sure if he's actually really into me because I'm always making the first move. What do you think? All these questions are turning into like dating questions. I didn't even like plan this. Um, But I do definitely want to have my guy friends on the podcast and have them answer your like guy related questions because hearing this from a guy would probably be a lot different than hearing it from me. This is more like big sister kind of like protective energy. Like if you don't think that he's into you, he's probably not. Plain and simple. I know it's kind of harsh to hear, but if he wanted to, he probably would. Obviously, guys are sensitive. They do have feelings, so like he might be a little nervy to make the first move, but it depends on how long you guys have been like talking. Like if you've been talking for like two days, like you haven't given him enough time for him to like make a move if you're just making the first move. But if you guys have been talking for like six months or something crazy like that, and every single time you've initiated, he's probably not that into you, you know? I feel like if you have to ask if he's into you, he's probably not that into you. The other thing too is if you're not sure if you're truly into this guy or if you just like the idea of a relationship because you just got out of one, you're probably enjoying the attention, which isn't a bad thing. Attention's always nice. It's great to have attention, don't get me wrong. But to me, it kind of sounds like you guys are just like hanging out to hang out, which is fine, but it doesn't seem like it's going to go anywhere if you're both kind of like not really 100% sure about it. Moving on to our next question, this gal said, please keep this one anonymous, so obviously we'll respect your privacy. Um, How to deal with a narcissistic partner. He openly admits that he believes he's too good for therapy and is better than everyone else. I'm not sure what to do. First off, I'm really sorry that you're going through this. Obviously, you haven't given me too, too much info on your situation, but maybe I'll just kind of jump to the conclusion, especially if he's admitting that he believes he's too good for therapy and is better than everyone else. Um, He's probably not the best partner. Not to tell you what to do, but I think you're better off without him, to be completely honest. Personally, I could not date someone or stand to be with someone who doesn't have an open mind and who can't at least just like hear out the people who are recommending things to them. Like if someone looked at me and was like, Lily, you're unwell, like you probably should go to therapy, which has happened in the past, I would say, okay, take me. But if you're literally walking around saying, I'm too good for therapy, I don't need help, I am better than everyone else, that's kind of tricky. And you can't help someone who doesn't want to be helped. That's the tough part. Like I said, I don't know all the details of your relationship, but I can speak from experience when I say it doesn't get better. It's just kind of a fact that people who live at like a low vibration try to bring people down to their level. And so it probably won't take long for him to try to bring you down with him. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for anyone. And so as kind of blunt and as harsh as it sounds, I think 
trying to find a way out of this relationship as soon as possible is probably your best bet, which is so sad to say, but you probably would be a lot happier without this guy. Next question is from Caitlin and she says, Dear Lily, I have something really sad that I have to admit to you. I recently was a really bad friend and unfortunately lost a lot of my friends. What I did totally wasn't okay and I understand that now, but it's a really tough season because I have no one in my corner. How to deal with major friendship breakups and feeling like I'm alone. Girl, I'm so sorry for you. Um, it sounds to me like you've been painted as like the villain in the situation and obviously I don't know what you did and frankly, I don't want to know like ignorance is bliss it sounds like. Um, how to deal with loneliness. We're never truly alone. I know it sounds so cliche and silly, but you are truly never alone because you always have yourself and as tough as it is right now, this might be a season of loneliness for you and that might bring you a lot of clarity. My loneliest points in life was probably where the most growth happened. Obviously, what you're going through is not a fun situation and I hate to sound so cliche, but there's probably a ton of lessons that are going to be woven into this and they're only going to help you be a better friend in the future. Now, there are a couple different directions I kind of want to take this. I'm not telling you to run from your problems because I do think that there could be opportunities to mend these friendships. I know it's really tough when it feels like it's literally you against the world, but maybe there are like one or two people that you could get through to and try to mend those friendships if you think it's worthwhile. If you don't think that those friendships are worth mending, don't mend them. If it's just going to cause more stress and drama in your life, I think that it would be a lot easier to just move on and find new friends. Now, like I said, I'm not telling you to run away from your problems, but it might be beneficial to look into like a new job in a new city kind of thing. Like not to be like run away, but there's nothing wrong with a fresh start. And when you feel like you've kind of overstayed your welcome, whether it's at a job or in a city or in a group of people, there should be like no shame in saying, it's my time to go and see yourself out. All right, you guys, I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap this episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe, leave a rate, leave a review. I post new episodes every single Thursday. I love you guys lots. I hope that you have a great rest of your week and I will chat with you soon.